Hello and welcome to Cyber Sound Bites, the podcast that explores how best to protect yourself, your family and friends online. We'll also keep you updated on the latest cyber threats whilst taking a deeper dive into subjects such as social media use, the dark web and online gaming. I'm Claire Chambers and this time it's all about Challenge Me, the annual campaign where cybersecurity skills are put to the test across Ministry of Defence sites in the UK. James Wood is joining me to explain what it's all about and James has a very long job title so I'll let him introduce himself. So I'm James Wood, I'm the Discourse Shaping Content Lead uh, for the Cyber Awareness, Behaviours and Culture team inside Governance, Risk and Compliance uh, over at the MOD. Very long title, I know. Very long, but very important. Can you just start off with explaining what Challenge Me actually is? Sure. So Challenge Me is one of the more fun things that I and the team get to do uh, every single year. And it's themed all around challenge and the difficulties that we have with challenge culture. They're not unique to us. They're not unique to defence, not by any stretch. Any organisation where security, physical security anyway, is really important tends to have the same problem, which is that people don't challenge their Mm -hmm. colleagues and strangers they might see on site as much or as effectively um, as we might like them to. This is one of the ways that we went to um, try and remedy that in a slightly, slightly novel, slightly fun way, which is to basically turn up on as many sites as we can, usually in March of each year, um, just to act suspicious. Okay. Um, be really, really bad spies for the day and see <laughs> how many people can catch us out doing something slightly, uh, slightly against the rules. Whether yeah. that be not wearing our IDs correctly, um, asking people to do things that they probably shouldn't be, uh, turning up in locations where we really should have an escort but we don't. And just giving people a chance to challenge, which, like I've said, is fabulously good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a good bit of behavioural behavioral science behind that as well. So it's not just a jolly for the sake of a jolly. Because yeah. uh, from our perspective, really people look at challenge in the wrong way. There is this um, completely natural inclination. And again, this isn't unique to defence. Um, or from a top-down perspective, people look at it and go, well, why isn't anyone challenging? Why are they not doing what they should be doing? Clearly, people just don't know. We need to reinforce it. We need to come down with a hammer from above and say, look, you better do this. Um, otherwise, there'll be consequences, etc., etc., etc." And first of all, there is a place for that, absolutely. But from our, from our point of view and from what we've seen, that's not usually the problem. Everyone knows they should challenge. It's not yeah. a particularly complicated concept to get your head around. If you see someone on your fairly secure site wandering around, you don't recognize them, they've not got an ID, that person probably should be stopped. Yeah. But actually stopping that person is a really difficult thing to do. Okay. So why is it so important that this campaign runs and kind of brings people people's awareness to challenging and brings it to the forefront of their mind as a little reminder? So for us, the big thing is it gives you a chance to practice. It's good fun on your end too, catching us out, because it is effectively a game. We're not going to give you the, the corporate jargon, oh, well done, you did all these things right, and you're a, you're a behavioural superstar, etc., etc. You win something from us. If you can catch us, and we will be out there again in 2024, once Christmas is out of the way, um, you earn a limited edition coin, first and foremost, um, which gives you bragging rights over everyone that didn't catch us, <laughs> because believe me, they are out there. Um, and just get to take part in the game. Yeah. And that little bit of practice should hopefully make it that much easier uh, when you may have to do it for real with someone that won't give you a coin. 
Absolutely. So it's a thing you should be doing, but you get a coin out of it. There's prizes to be won here. You've now made it into a big game. So you very much have my attention with this one. Um, what sort of people should we be challenging? Let's get into that then. Everyone. Everyone. Okay. It doesn't matter who it is. If, if someone is doing something that needs to be challenged, and this is where it gets into the, that's a, that's a good good question. We get it sometimes. People say, well, what, what if someone's really senior? Mm. Look, does it matter? They shouldn't be doing that thing anyway. And when it comes to challenge, um, probably because of the word challenge, there's this perception that that's going to be a negative experience. I'm going to challenge them. I've got to go, what are you doing? Stop that. What are you doing? Yeah. That, that's probably not the way to go about it. Yeah. And that's where we'd, we'd look at it as um, constructive versus robust. But you don't have to think about it in that way. The way to think about it on a day-to-day basis is that challenge does not have to be rude. It shouldn't be. It can be as simple as, a, sorry, just notice that you're not wearing an ID. You've got mm. to wear them here. I don't want you getting in trouble. So yeah. if you've got it, stick it on. If you don't, tell you what, we'll wander into the guardroom. We'll get it sorted out for you. Yeah. It should be a nice, polite experience because 99.9% of the time, it's not that a spy has somehow breached the perimeter. Mm-hmm. It's that someone's just forgot. Yeah. So we don't want it to be backhand across the, the back of the skull, etc., etc., etc. So it shouldn't be negative. And so there shouldn't be a problem doing it for anyone that you see. What if it's someone you know? Should you still be challenging them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? That's a, a bit of a it's... game that we play inside the team itself. Ah. Jake's always trying to catch me out. And if he does, <laughs> he's not quite as polite, but he's allowed because he knows me. Yeah. Okay, so it is, it is just absolutely anyone. There are no boundaries with this. Everyone should be challenged. But is it also a good reminder because these security things like wearing ID and stuff are there for a reason. So if your colleague who you know you sit next to all the time hasn't got their ID on, it's an important thing to remind them to make sure they have got it on. For that one chance someone has breached the security, it's then a lot more easier to identify them and sort the situation out. Exactly. Because the way to look at it, that's, that's hit the nail on the head completely. Because if everyone wears their ID all the time, and that's just what you do, and there's no, ah, oh, look, it's fine, just don't worry about it. And 99.99% of the people that you see do have it on, all, all prim, proper and correct, that one person who doesn't suddenly looks a lot more unusual. It's yeah. a lot easier to then stop that person. Yeah. Other than not wearing ID, are there any other sorts of behaviours that we should be looking out for to challenge? Anything that... It's, it's going to sound like a, a TFL poster or something at this point, but <laughs> anything that doesn't seem right, yeah. which feels like a very broad brush. Um, mm. but I can give you some examples just in the terms of things that we do. Yeah. Uh, so the big one is that we'll turn up to do challenge me and we don't wear ID mm-hmm. because that's very, very easy. It's very passive for us. There's no effort. I just have to take my ID off yeah. and suddenly everyone's got a chance to challenge me. Um, but we might do things like turn up into an office space and knock, knock on someone's door. So I'm really sorry to bother you. Uh, I'm just on a site visit today. Obviously not not military. Um, but I found this USB stick outside. And they are fake for any site security officers that are about to have a panic attack <laughs> yeah. listening to this. They are completely fake USBs, but they look like the real thing. Yeah. I found this outside. I'm assuming it's someone from your building. Do you mind if we just quickly plug it in to check what's on it just so we can get it back to whoever's lost it? Yeah. No. PsyOps. For anyone that's not aware, if you're in my, hopefully you do know, but if you're not, um, you should absolutely not be plugging in an unauthorized, unauthorized USB device into any MOD equipment. Mm-hmm. So that's what we'd expect immediately as, as a callback. But that's an example of a behavior you might challenge. Someone trying to do something like that, plug a device mm-hmm. in that they shouldn't be, um, enter into an area they shouldn't be, trying to tailgate through doors. That's a favorite game of ah, ours, hanging around see, through. People think they're being polite holding doors open for other people, but actually... That's a security risk then. 
Well, I've heard that described as a, a particularly British problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. With our uh, tendency towards the uber polite at all times. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's one of the big things where you'll have a secure um, building on a particular site, which is particularly secure. So you've got to have a code to get in there or a particular pass, etc., etc. And so one of our favorite games during Challenge Me is to hang around outside looking slightly lost. Until Ooh. someone comes up who's got a couple, a couple of cups of coffee in their hand. Oh, I'll we'll yeah. hold open the first door for you, which is never locked. Yeah. And just, you can get the next one for me. And just to see if they'll let us through that door. Thankfully, almost always we are rebuffed. Okay. Um, but that's like another example of, of something to do. And again, a good game that we always play. I say we, Jake, my boss, always plays with me. Because in our building, when we are in the office, there is a secure door. And he takes great pride in stopping right in front of me and turning around to <laughs> slam the door in my face. To make sure that uh, I put the code in as well. Okay, so don't worry about... So it, it it might you might feel a bit rude doing that. It's not natural to challenge people or shut the door in someone's face. It doesn't quite feel right. But what is the best way to approach the situation where you're going to feel comfortable doing it and you're not going to come across rude? I think that might be a bit of a, a problem that people might have in their heads to get over that barrier. Absolutely. And it's one of the reasons that it is so difficult to challenge because most people, that is their experience with it. Not necessarily because challenge is always a negative experience, but if someone is challenged in a negative way near you, it tends to be a lot more visible. And so you might see that happen and think, okay, that's that's how challenge works. It's a bit rude. It's a bit robust. But a quick, constructive, polite challenge can be really quick and really quiet. So in that example of uh, slamming the door in someone's face... Jake does that because he likes to play on my nerves a little bit, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But, yeah. you know, if someone's right behind you, you don't want to close the door right in their face and mm. make them put the whole code in. I can understand that feeling a bit difficult. And realistically, that's not likely to happen all the time. But you mm. could just, in a quiet voice, sorry, you, you do know the code, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's one, two, three, four. Yeah. Cool. Hold the door okay. open. Yeah. You've confirmed that they do have the right to be there. Or maybe they have a pass that says they're in that building. You can see that. Do you know what? That's fine. Yeah. It's just taking the the most realistic and sensible approach whenever you can and just mm. not being rude, you can help it. Yeah. Is there anyone you should contact? You know, if you kind of find yourself in a situation and you're not sure about challenging, you just want a little boost of confidence before going into it and going, I'm not sure exactly how to approach this certain situation when there's someone there who I'm not sure should be there. Is there anyone that you can either look up, any information you can look up or anyone you can talk to just to find the correct way for that situation? So for a general steer, we're always available. Again, not it's not part of my extremely long job title, but mm. <laughs> I, we're, we are um, part of the Cyberconfident team. Yeah. And our, our SharePoint page is a good place to go. We've got Defence Connect page um, for a whole load of stuff just around challenge and, and how to approach that effectively. Uh, but if you're looking for a bit of support in the moment, to be honest, it doesn't particularly matter who you speak to as long as you speak to someone. And you can look at speaking to your LSO, you've got your um, BCIO, um, even just your line manager, someone who's next to you at the desk. If you're not sure, sharing the problem with someone else makes it a problem with two minds and not just one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's never going to make the problem worse, is it? Yeah, absolutely. Is there a way to become more confident at these things? Because as, as, as we kind of discussed, it's not a natural thing for us Brits to be doing to be it's not rude let's get over that it's not rude it's just making sure places are secure but is there a way to become more confident in approaching people in these situations getting a bit of practice at it is is the best one again that's why we do challenge me more than anything else is to give as many people as possible in as many places as possible the chance to practice doing this in a, a way that is a game mm. it's a positive experience again 
Um, there's, there's there's ways and means of describing it, but the best one to come up with I've got is just that you can sh- see that it really isn't all that bad. You've done it once. Yeah. Do you know what? That was fine. But yeah. That wasn't anywhere near as awkward as I imagined it was going to be. And then you've got that little bit of practice to carry, carry through to the next one. And you've got a coin. So there and you've is got that a cool well. coin. <laughs> I'm quite jealous of that. You need to need to uh, see who can collect the most coins over that month, I think. See, we do have a few repeat customers. We've ah. done this a few times now. And there's a yeah. few bases that tend to pop up when we try to get to as many places as possible, particularly yeah. some of the more far-flung ones that perhaps don't get, don't get quite as much attention day to day. But there's always going to be a few really high population centres that are just good value to go to. And we've yeah. had a few people stop us now and go, I remember you from two years ago. Oh, no. Okay. So you're going to be caught out that way. Are well, at that other... point, the game's up. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any other sort of situations we've spoken about? ID and USBs, rogue USBs, people just saying, can I just try this in your computer? Which is a weird thing to do anyway. Are there any other situations where you should be challenging people? Yeah, again, after this tailgating that we discussed, mm. which is was a really, really fun one, um, just being in the wrong area. Uh, is right. is a good one as well because again there are plenty of places on defense sites where you should you could reasonably expect that you'll recognize everyone because yeah. it's a particularly secure part of the base or it's far flung etc etc and again along the same lines as we've said before where challenge does not have to be a rude thing it's a quick polite question yeah really anytime you're not sure um so you don't have to as we sometimes do, and again, one of the reasons I think the challenge is sometimes so difficult is you look for about 8,000 different things to prove that definitively I should really challenge that person. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time you've filled out all of those tick boxes, they're long gone. Yeah. So if you're not sure, go with your instincts and just yeah. say hello. Yeah. I think it's important to remember as well, if someone asked you those sorts of questions like, oh, where's your ID badge? Oh, should you be in this area? You're not going to be offended. You're just going to be like, oh, it's for this reason or it's here, I haven't put it on. And if you put yourself in that situation where if that person is meant to be there, it's not rude at all. And I think you have to remind yourself of that sometimes. No, absolutely. That is a good thing to do. Uh, As you say, put yourself in their shoes. If Mm. I said this to me, Mm. would I fly off the handle? It's not likely. No. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on. What happens if you don't challenge someone who is for whatever reason their behaviours aren't correct whether it's a USB or it's tailgating what could happen what are the potential causes of this in the context of challenge me or just generally uh, well just generally so if you don't challenge someone who is in the wrong place but in the real situation not when you're there of course because we know that you you can get away with it because you're actually there for a purpose but if someone has breached security and come in what could be the consequence of someone being in the wrong area or uh, plugging a USB into a laptop that wasn't meant to be plugged in. So that list of consequences could be as long as your arm. Um, right. Really, it depends on why that person really is there. Like we've said before, 99.9% of the time, nothing will happen mm. because it was someone who's supposed to be there. They just forgot to put their ID on, etc., etc., or they were doing something slightly dodgy. In the case of a USB, um, again, hopefully you'd expect that the security systems built into all of our tech would stop the connection anyway but the point mm-hmm. is that they don't always yeah. that's that's um not our, not an excuse but a rebuttal that we've had a couple of times when we've done this exercise in the past saying well i could plug it in the system will stop it probably mm. probably but not guaranteed it's still possible that what you end up doing is compromising that system and then if yeah. that system isn't if that breach rather isn't reported that could be access that's been granted to someone 
for who knows how long to do who knows what. Um, just because it's unlikely to be an issue doesn't mean we should not be calling it out. Because like we said before with, with the ID situation, if we call it out all the time, suddenly it becomes really difficult to do this stuff because it's so unusual mm. to wander around with no ID or to plug in something into a machine with no reason or to go through a door without the right code. Yeah. Um, so it's about those edge case scenarios where something really is going wrong. That's why we've yeah. got to get it right all the time. Yeah. At the end of the day, we are a form of defense as human beings. Why We can't rely on compute systems to do everything. Let's keep in that extra layer of defense and use our brains, our eyes, and, and have a look around whilst we're there. It makes sense to do that. Yeah, so absolutely. Over this month for Challenge Me, what sort of activities are you going to be up to? Can you give us a little insight of what we need to be looking out for? So without giving the complete game away, we've uh-huh, done a little I bit of that already. <laughs> um, obviously the ID one, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Um, yeah. Just keep an eye out. Uh, we march again, as it was last year. So keep an eye out across your site because you never know which sites we'll go to. We don't publish mm. that list ahead of time. Um, and some of the team may be there wandering around with no ID. They might be finding some strange little orange USB sticks out in your car park, trying <laughs> to get into secure buildings that we shouldn't be trying to get into and who knows what else. But yeah. look out for really bad spies. That's the way yeah. I always put it. We, we go through this quite um, detailed process to train up our team to be pretty good at this stuff yeah. so that they can be intentionally bad at it in the right yeah. way. And that's a really fun uh, little roundabout to take them around. Like, ah, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, great. Yeah. Now do all of that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that you can get caught as much as possible. And it's, yeah. oh, b- b- bad. no, the- <laughs> no, no, go get caught. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like there's a few little tricks you've got up your sleeve that you're not telling us. Obviously, because you want to run them in real life situations. But I'm very curious to see how many people can like catch those extra ones out. that like, haven't listened to the podcast and they're going to get caught out on these things now. It is fantastically good fun. And I'm <laughs> yeah, looking forward to exactly it. the same thing. Is there an area that a lot of people get caught out in? What's the most common one? One of, the, oh. one of your tricks? In terms of tricks. Gosh. Well, one that we always get, and it plays back into the whole, um, there's very much a moment to challenge someone and it can pass you by really easily while you're looking for a, a really solid, concrete reason. Mm. Is challenging us for not wearing our ideas, IDs rather, um, when we're out and about. So we're in a building, nice and warm, in the same place, hovering around in the hallway. There's quite a lot of time to look and go, nah, do you know what, that doesn't seem quite right. But we're just wandering between buildings outside. It's called, everyone's moving from place to place with a purpose. We can be past you in five, ten seconds. It's very easy to miss us, and quite a lot of people do. Um, so that's, that's always what I'm hoping gets a little bit better this year. Yeah, okay. Well, that's one to definitely look out for. And finally, what are your top tips on challenging someone confidently? Let's wrap up with that. The biggest one for me, and I would caveat this with um, the fact that this will vary depending who you are in exactly the same way as when we talk about, um, and this is a bit of a tangent, but when we talk about emotional control when we're teaching our uh, social engineers to get good at this. Right. Um, because doing this sort of thing is really stressful for us too. We're, we're turning up and pretending to be people effectively that we're not to some potentially quite scary people if you're <laughs> looking at um, RAF Regiment, for example, yeah. or anyone with a, with a beret and a cat badge. Mm-hmm. Um, is that it gets quite stressful, but there are things that you can do to manage that stress. But which one works for you is very different depending on who you are. But likewise, same for this. There's different ways to make it so that you can do this more easily. The one that works best for me is visualization. 
which people do all the time anyway when they're trying to manage a stressful situation, which is yeah. really think through, okay, what am I going to do? And you've got to do this quickly because, again, the challenge opportunity can come and go pretty pretty fast. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go up. I'm going to say this. That's what I'm going to say. And as you say, how are they going to react to that? Do you know what? No, that should be fine. Sorry, excuse me. And then crack on. I, I would struggle just to walk up with no game plan. Yeah. Other people would be totally fine. Again, Jake and my team, my, my line manager, is more than happy just to saunter up to you with no plan at all of what he's going to do. And he'll work it out in the moment. But I need to know what I'm going to do first and foremost. So find something like that, a little linchpin that gives you that little bit of extra confidence to go and do it and just get over that first hurdle and get it started. Once you're started, it's very easy. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm somewhere in between you guys where I need a game plan, but if I think about it for too long, I'll overthink it and talk myself out of that situation. So I've got to find a good middle ground in between where the game plan's on, let's go for it, just bite the bullet and let's go. Oh, yeah, you can plan these yeah. things forever if you really yeah. wanted to. Yeah. Um, which, again, is sometimes a part of the problem. Yes, absolutely, as we've discussed. Okay, is there anything else that you want to add uh, that you think that we've missed out about Challenge Me that people need to know about? I think we've covered a, a fair bit of ground. Um, the only thing which we missed just at the very, very start was uh, me trying to justify my extremely long job title. <laughs> um, which, again... You can shorten a lot of that down and it, it covers the same ground as this where we try and look at things in a slightly different way. Discourse yeah. shaping content, anyone else would call that awareness. But we don't call okay. it awareness because we've got an issue with the concept. Because what, what does awareness actually mean? Um, let's look at it in a slightly different way and the sort of conversations people have around this stuff, yeah. including this. So why, why focus on the why aren't people challenging instead of the, well, why don't they? And yeah. how can we shift that in a meaningful and, and positive way? Yeah, absolutely. It's all about shifting that mindset to make people confident to challenge because it's so important that we get that done. Thank you so much for joining us, James. We've learned a lot. Now look out for James and his team around Challenge Me, the campaign month that's going to be happening. Could be anywhere. And there are coins up for grabs. Don't look too hard, though. Don't do my job too, too <laughs> yeah. difficult. <laughs> look, but not too hard. Good. Give me a awesome. chance. Yeah. Thank you so much, James, for joining us. It's been great chat. No, you're welcome. It's great, it's great chat to you as well. That was James Wood from the Cyber Awareness Behaviours and Content Team at the MOD. Look out for more episodes in this series. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find out more by emailing the team at cyberconfident at mod.gov.uk.